This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. To see what's on the menu this week, visit blueapron.com. Our listeners get their first two meals free. Just go to blueapron.com slash the patch. That's blueapron.com slash the patch. Stop wasting your money and time buying expensive razors. For just a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com will ship amazing quality razors right to your door. Come on, join the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to the smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join now at dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. Welcome to the patch. The patch. This week, uh, our pre-San Diego Comic Con edition of the patch. Comic Con. Uh, this week, the patch with Gus, Ryan, Meg. We went in a different order. And Gus, I decided just to to switch it <laughs> up a bit. See, they, they couldn't keep up in the control room. I'm, they did. I'm so you on the spot. Them. <laughs> uh, so we got some video game news to talk about. I feel. Oh, yeah, please get that started. Full up. I feel like we start to get. A little teasing of uh, video game news right before San Diego Comic Con starts. Uh, I don't understand why. I've said it many times. I don't understand why game companies are so big into San Diego Comic Con. Because they're, like they're where else do you go to find people that want to know this information? But it's not a video game convention, and we just came off of E3, which is all about video games. I agree. Even when I this will be my fifth year to go to Comic Con, I hardly ever see video game companies right. there. I, you know, you're there to see artists ah. and and TV and movie. Really, nowadays, I know that's sacrilegious, but but if you're a video game company, your target audience is there. Not necessarily. I think there's a lot of crossover in that Venn diagram. I think there's a lot of people who care about video games there but who care more about tv and movies and other things that they're looking for uh there at an event it all like this. ties in together now uh, i just don't think it's worth spending what bazillion dollars it must cost to show there yeah so i have a little section in my notes here of comic-con news that i'm gonna Ooh. we're gonna try to bang Exciting. out first uh let's bang it let's let's bang <laughs> let's, get let's bang some comic-con <laughs> stuff so uh i read that nintendo is doing some social stuff at san diego comic-con by bringing Super Smash Brothers to people who want to play it. So apparently the Nintendo Twitter account's going to tweet some special code word that people reply on Twitter with where they are, and <laughs> Nintendo representatives take the game to them so they can play a little bit of Smash Brothers. Or at least yes. that's what they've advertised. Well, yeah, that's what they want. So um, I covered this on the no, the no today, and what I said was, you have to tweet a picture of where you are, first of all, you can't do anything on the internet if you're on the show floor. That's it. You can't even open your phone. It blows up in your hand, and then somebody smacks it out of the ashes out of your hand and runs away. Like, it's impossible to get a photo out while you're on the floor. Also, take a photo of where you are. I just took a photo of me and a bunch of people. They're going to be yeah. moving. Like, you can't stay still. E- everything Look. looks the same. Yeah. It's like, look, um, I'm next to... I'm, I'm by Ezio. I'm right here by Ezio. <laughs> Come find me. I'm by one of the... I'm by, I'm by the Spider-Man cosplayer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's it seems like... like a weird uh, a weird ploy. So it's a really good idea on paper. Bad in practice. Except I do like that they're going to have someone come to you. It reminds me of when they first unveiled the... I think it was when they first unveiled the 3DS. They had those girls that they were oh, shackled to. It was, it was to. the Game Boy Micro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they did it again oh, did for they? the okay. 3DS. They had the, all these models with like the things shackled to their <laughs> waists to show they, journalists. They, they reminded me of like Protoss carriers. Because yeah. it was like they had, they had all these little like game systems around them and like people just hovering around them yeah, in orbit. very weird. So you might get someone shackled to the game system to come show it to you. I really hope it turns out to be some kind of elaborate prank where instead of someone coming up to you with a, a Game Boy, it's just Yoshi runs by and slaps you to the ground. And then Luigi drives by with the Death Stare from Mario Kart 8. <laughs> it's actually a Mega 64 integration. <laughs> um, so and then on the other side of things, another, uh, I guess, activation that's going on at Comic-Con that I think is actually much cooler is the Assassin's Creed experience where... The chief parkour officer for Assassin's Creed uh, helped set up uh, uh, basically like a parkour area where people can go and try to do like some free running stuff. Well, let's be honest. It's like the pre-qualifier for American Ninja Warrior is what it is. Yeah, it looks like an American Ninja Warrior setup. Uh, I just love that this is it, – it's called the Assassin's Creed Experience, but it should be called the inside of the ambulance is awaiting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't imagine uh, – Come break your ankles here, kids. What's the insurance waiver on this particular part of the con- convention? You've got to sign 15 papers and give blood before you can do it. <laughs> 
so it says, uh, yeah, so they constructed this um, this real-life obstacle course. I don't know where it is. It doesn't say in the article I read, I, but I assume I it's... I assume it's in the big free area. There's a, the convention center, and then there's kind of a lawn where they normally set up obstacle oh, courses right. and stuff. The Batmobiles were there one year. I'm sh- assuming that's where it is. Uh, so we saw, we just showed some of the, like, kind of concept for it, though. I bet when you actually show up, it's all just bouncy houses and nerf. <laughs> <laughs> and mom's going, ooh, be careful. Ooh, she's got a big Band-Aid waiting for you and a hot compression pack. you got a lot of pads. Like, you're, you're, you're like the little the brother in, uh, in, uh, in Christmas Story. You like, go. you can't put your arms down because <laughs> you're so padded. You're just kind of wandering right, around. have fun. My, the fav- my favorite thing about the video they just showed of the guy kind of hopping from thing to thing was that if you weren't a free runner, I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I'd just stand on a ledge because he's making up his own little path. There's not a clear path of what you're supposed to do. I just I did it do it. I'm hey, undead. I'm walking. Look, I'm walking this way. I did I'm walking it. that Yay. way. Yay. I'm free walking. <laughs> uh, that was a thing, wasn't it? There There's power walking. walking. Yeah. I think free walking was a joke response to free running. I think people Look, did you it. got into it. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I was a professional free walker, okay? <laughs> it, was, it almost made it to the Olympics last okay. time around, so I just, just wanted Final to say. Voting. Semi-professional. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're apparently uh, Ubisoft has their chief parkour officer, uh, Michael Zernow. We can laugh at that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess okay. he's, a, a, he's a well-known free runner, and uh, I don't know... What he's going to do, other than he's, I guess they say he's, he will serve in a strategic advisory role, ensuring an ongoing commitment to the authenticity and accuracy of parkour, beginning with the October 28th launch of Assassin's Creed Unity. I, it's a little late to start. Yeah. yeah Did, haven't they one. already rendered all the parkour bits of the <laughs> yeah. game? Um, also, I think it's interesting they use this guy. I'm not familiar with his work, but they didn't use the guy they hired to do their Assassin's Creed 3 parkour video. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. He did, like, he, like, hung a soldier and all these crazy things. And he did, I think he did two separate videos for them, and they didn't use him. Bad blood, starting rumors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what's the average lifespan of a parkour person? That guy's still, he still, by the way, broken. he still goes and does crazy stuff because I started following him because of it. So, I don't know. Who Just know? starting rumors. Who knew Meg was a, a big parkour fan? <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me, uh, Mr. <laughs> Free Walker. Um, and then the final bit of, uh, I guess, Comic-Con news I have is uh, like another similar activation to the Nintendo one. Uh, Microsoft has some exclusive Xbox One designs. And uh, I think there's 20 of them. And if you want to win one, you're supposed to take a picture of yourself with the one you want to win and tweet with a hashtag, uh, I don't know what it was, Xbox One or Xbox Sweeps. Are they going to be in different locations? Or can I just take like an angled photo of like 10 of them and enter oh, for 10 at the same all time? All of them. Uh, I think they're all going to be at the same place. Yeah, it's at the Xbox Lounge on the second floor of the Manchester Grand Hyatt, which is oh, the hotel that's wow. like two Wait. down. Not gonna say anything now. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's 20 lucky fans who will win exclusive Xbox One consoles uh, that are modeled after games like Titanfall, Sunset Overdrive, Forza Horizon 2. That's only three games. Can you just like take a video and sprint by the whole line? Yeah. <laughs> does it does creativity matter? Because what I, I was like, wait, I'm staying there for a night. So can I go in like my underwear and just be like, <laughs> like a robe, a hotel robe at uh, two in the morning? It's just a security guard dragging me away. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, take a picture <laughs> of me before on, you arrest yeah, me. What do I need? Listen, I think if you can get that close to him at that time of night, you can probably just take it. <laughs> and uh, apparently, if you can't go to Comic Con, uh, there's a way to get one or to enter a chance to win one, like a custom nerdist one. That's a great oh, idea. Oh yeah, there's a nerd one too yeah, yeah you can that. see it on custom the... xbox ones are like everybody's doing them this comic con for some reason well it's like there are no other xbox one varieties aside from the black one mm-hmm. you know at least sony has a white ps4 coming out with destiny it's like the only thing you can do is like try to find a custom one yeah so that must that's like the hot thing right now how much fraud <laughs> do you think is going to take place in this how many times do you think somebody's going to photoshop their own face on top of somebody else's picture i'm going to do that i'm going to go do it right after this <laughs> first I'm gonna one i see every picture yeah. i wonder if you could write i'm a... going to do it on all girls too <laughs> yeah. Read a script. Yeah, read a script to like do facial detection and then resize your face and yeah. just put it on there and then retweet it. <laughs> I think we, we got something here. Yeah. Either that Cut or we, that out of the broadcast. Yeah. We, or we just gave someone a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, but that's all this Comic Con news I have uh, bundled up here. So that's all I want to get through here. Uh, in more serious news, or I guess maybe the, the saddest oh, bit of let's news. Be serious and sad. The saddest bit of video game related news I, I read this week. Is um, there's a, a shooter, a mobile Seriously shooter sad. for iOS and Android called Modern Combat Five, yeah. and apparently they had a contest on their Facebook page where fans of the Modern Combat series could conceivably win a chance to come to the studio, play Modern Combat Five before it was out. One of the people who won cracked the game and then uploaded it to a torrent site before the game's even released. <laughs> I, oh my! The whole story, I'm like. 
He cracked his skull open. What, what, what happened? He didn't make it. He didn't get to play. <laughs> he died, and they're having a new contest. No, he's just a thieving. Yeah. yeah, one of the winners cracked the game and began distributing it online. So now there's thousands of people playing online, despite the fact the game's not even out yet. Oh, that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. So uh, the the developer and publisher's game loft, and uh, they're really upset about it. I mean, how do you not know who that guy is, though? Right? Oh, sure they do. Sure yeah. They know. He's he's fucked. Yeah, oh yeah. Forever. Yeah, so... Uh, They'll find his bank Great account job, floating face up in a river yeah, about exactly. a couple weeks from now. They released a statement that says, Following the release of several pirated versions of Modern Combat 5, prior to the release of the game, we have turned on our anti-piracy system, and now all Ill- illegitimate users of a non-official version have been incapacitated. Incapacitated. Oh, you have been erased. Yeah. They're really vague about that. I mean, that really could be a guy in a van that just drives around <laughs> with a bat. <laughs> Um, this says, those who use this pirated version of the game just need to wait for the official game release, which is on Thursday, July 24th. We will continue to stay alert and respond to adequately to all hacking attempts. Wait, they just need to wait for it for what? So to for continue to, playing their pirated I can't game? believe they're not even going to ban them. Like, well, hey, listen, just hold on. I found more days. Like, no, you're banned. You're gone. Yeah. Ban okay, apparently the Facebook competition, according to my fact checker, Mr. Bernie Burns, the Facebook competition gave the promo code to only three winners. So it should be pretty easy wow. to figure out. Uh, and they said several copies, like yeah. a couple different, maybe Again, a couple different. Copies. How did this guy slip away, hook a computer into their network? Well, it must be find it must be, the relevant. It must files. be they gave him a promo code, according yeah. to that little snippet I got. Oh, just to, a, to to get it early, oh, okay. and then they. Uh, Here's the thing: if you're in a room, you win. Like, all right, you get a chance to see the Hope Diamond. It's you and two other people. None of you are dumb enough to steal it because the they diamond? don't know which three of you is. They know who's You're got the it. Hope Diamond? I'm all in, man. I'll disappear to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's so shitty. It's so yeah. shitty. Because uh, yeah, especially because you consider. These are people who are probably fans of the series and fans yeah. of the game. You think they'd want to be like supportive of the developers? Would be and, dicks. Yeah. So, shame on them. Uh, and other more lighthearted news. Okay, good. No, okay. Nobody died in that now one, so smile. I feel good. Yeah, okay. nobody died. No, it was not like a terrible, catastrophic uh, news. Uh, I guess Lara Croft and the uh, Temple of Osiris is launching this December, which is the follow-up to Lara Croft and the Temple of Light, which, or the, sorry, the Guardian of Light, yeah. which was a previous Xbox Live Arcade game. I really liked that game. I, I was I have never really been a Tomb Raider fan, but does that count? Guardian of Light was fun, and then the I mean, other, the Tomb Raider reboot. I, I, yeah. I was going to say was they, the past couple of games that they put out within the Tomb Raider franchise. I thought have been pretty good, and I, I enjoyed them anyway. I mean, I would argue that this the top down uh, Tomb Raider was not really a classically Tomb Raider gameplay experience. So, I mean, not liking the original Tomb Raiders would have nothing to do with playing this game. But it is a Tomb Raider game, and I liked it. There you okay, go. but. No, well, no need to fight kids. They, yeah. they could have called it anything. I mean, it didn't, it's not Tomb Raider. Right, but they called it Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, or now Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. Well, they should have called it Lara Croft and the Top Down, not the regular gameplay. Lara that Croft. Would have made more sense. You can name the Tomb next one. Hey, I think I'm onto something. It's catchy. So it's coming out December 9th, uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. So I'm super excited about that. I played the shit out of that last game. Out of the the non Tomb Raider right. Lara Croft game, <laughs> and the, you Ryan said you played the regular one too, right? Yeah, and the Where the reboot the for that coming. Yeah, uh, that's coming too. I don't know mm-hmm. when it is, but it's next year, 2015, sometime. I don't think uh, we have a date yet. Yeah, yeah, they showed that that trailer. <laughs> I thought it was. I, I want to say it was either late 2015 or maybe even early 2016. Oh, I think uh, it was a ways away uh, in that teaser. I've written and put scripts in, and then thrown out many since then. So <laughs> all that knowledge is yeah, just flushed just from your mind. Yeah. Every uh, day, I'm like, my name is what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find uh, what the release date on that is. Well, speaking of flushed to 2015, holiday 2015, hardline 2015 now. Yeah, pushed out. Why? Um, I think that. After their shaky Battlefield 4 launch, they want to make sure that the next iteration in that series is really solid and works the day it comes out. I mean, they had a fairly long-running beta that was functional. I mean, I, we they, the Let's Play and they it did well. released a statement that said because of the beta, they decided to add new game modes. And then obviously with um, the Battlefield 4 launch, you know, Ashley was making the point that they probably learned a lesson and want to make sure that it's really, really solid. Um, so I think it's probably that paired with, ooh, we got some feedback and we're going to change some stuff and we don't think we're going to be able to change it in time. That's interesting. They said they're going to do another beta, though, like another full beta before the game comes out. I mean, they got a lot of hate for making, again, it's that, that trap of having a game, a follow-up sequel that is, 
a follow-up sequel. That's redundant. Uh, has sequel that is too close to the original in mm. the sense that people feel like they're just getting expanded DLCs. That would seem to be the major complaint about what was shown in the beta. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. That would be interesting if they come back with some more pronounced deviations from classical Battlefield gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, either way, you know, I think I've said this before in the patch, I'm okay with delays as long as the final product, you know, is good. It's and, worth it. Yeah, and people, you know, don't put something out that shouldn't I be agree. out early. Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> That's what I think. Every time somebody's like, it's delayed, I'm like, so was Bioshock Infinite, and it was glorious. Hmm. Just chinned Until it got to their glorious. DLC, and then it went not so good. Uh, I, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Burial at Sea, we could, let's fight about Burial it. Burial at Sea was good. Because I'll kung fu fight. I, like, I liked Burial at Sea. Okay. But that was pretty much it. I mean, well, they had two was, episodes of that. Yeah, and then they had um, the arena, I can't remember what they called. It was like Battle of the Gods or whatever. Yeah, I whatever. Didn't, didn't play that. I wanted more story, so I got my story <laughs> DLC. That was just basically like a horde mode. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, did, I didn't play it. It was a horde mode that no one wanted, and I don't think anybody liked when they got. Mm. Hmm. But... Yay, season pass. Mr. Negativity over here. That's the um, <laughs> voice of the people. What can I say? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Kanye West, that of the voice of the generation over here. Sorry. Hey, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but, but Bioshock Infinite DLC was the worst ever released. <laughs> Until Barrel C, and then it was okay. much better. But before that, it was the worst that was ever released. You sit down now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, here, let me read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Cooking and eating should be enjoyable, but if you're busy or health conscious or just don't know your way around the kitchen, it can be stressful. Ordering out is expensive and gets unhealthy fast. Cooking is a pain, too. Finding and coming up with recipes, shopping for ingredients, dealing with leftover produce that goes to waste. Forget it. You need Blue Apron to take the stress out of cooking. And here's how it works. For $9.99 a meal, they send the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions right to your door. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving, uh, way too low for how delicious they are. Blue Apron includes step-by-step instructions with pictures. It's idiot-proof. They work around your schedule and your dietary preference. We should get Gavin to try this. Uh, cooking takes about half an hour, and shipping is always free. You'll make meals like shrimp summer rolls, oven-fried chicken with corn and bean salad, and more delicious meals. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron, fast, fresh, and affordable. End the stress of cooking right now. Go to blueapron.com slash the patch. Get your first two meals free. Two free meals just for going to blueapron.com slash the patch. You have to eat. Why not eat free food? Um, I prefer to photosynthesize. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bernie just texted me. (laughs) Laura Croft top-down produces entirely different results. (laughs) 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 An excellent point, yes. Um, (laughs) And, okay, so I forgot that one other bit of San Diego Comic-Con news or something that's Comic-Con related is uh, Microsoft announced, or I guess 343 announced, who's going to be playing Agent Locke in their upcoming Halo, Halo Nightfall live-action series. Uh, and they're going to apparently be showing some of the um, the series in some form at a panel at San Diego Comic-Con, which, uh, which should be really interesting to see what becomes of that series now that uh, Xbox Entertainment is being shuttered and they're they're ceasing operations. I feel like they never really got started right they said that this is unaffected <laughs> that they're gonna let this go and, and give it its its through line and let it see to fruition let it come let it see to fruition let it come to fruition um so we'll see i mean i think honestly they're gonna pour even more resources into this to make it like uh see we tried the last one standing yeah. from the, the demise <laughs> of all the other lofty goals exactly and uh, what i read also is that um um, it's, uh, Quantum Break will also be unaffected because, and they, they haven't right. really clarified what they're doing there, other than it's going to be some kind of hybrid entertainment platform. Hmm. Did you uh, say his name? It's uh, Mike Coulter. I did not say his okay. name. It's from uh, American Horror Story and The Good Wife, um, which I haven't seen either. So <laughs> I imagine he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen either of those either. He looks really badass. Yeah, he's a foxy man. So he's playing a character, uh, Agent Locke, who I, f- I forget what the blurb said. He's looking for. The source of some terrorism. He's dispatched by the Office of Naval, Naval Intelligence, I believe, to go uh, try to root it out and then finds a, a bigger story. Yes. Um, let's see. Hey, so <laughs> Goes to find a bigger story. All right. Good luck. Find I that bigger story. Halo Nightfall. Halo and the, Guardians the in Halo, search of plot. <laughs> Halo Nightfall and the Halo television series will continue as planned. Uh, and then other interactive sports content like NFL and Xbox will continue. So I guess... What really got the axe was maybe projects they hadn't announced yet, you know, and further 
original content that would appear on the Xbox, which is interesting to me because now Sony has their own original content that they're going to be distributing via PSN, uh, like that Powers miniseries, which I believe starts later this year. So it seems like when the Xbox One was announced, they touted all these features that have now been cut. When the PS4 was announced, it was just a game machine, yep. and now they're throwing all these other features on. Yep. It's like a total yin and yang move going on. <laughs> Figure it's it out. Well, now the pressure's off. Now Sony doesn't have to go through with it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, no, we weren't really going to do that. Aww. <laughs> I think a lot of people are excited about the Powers miniseries. So. That's based on uh, the comic, right? Right. Okay. I've never been a big comic guy, but I'm definitely interested to, uh, to see that. So speaking of Sony not sweating it, mm-hmm. I guess the June NPD numbers came out, and for the six month in a row... The PS4 has sold more hardware units. They won't say exactly how many. I don't know why that number doesn't come out. But uh, but it did say that Xbox One has doubled the number of units sold now that they have a connectless version. Uh-huh. Yeah, and still couldn't beat PS4. That's how bad they're getting pounded in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific to the orifice. Not any I other started, hole. I was like, that's so hard. They're getting put into my head. I was like, really, Meg? That's where we're going? <laughs> they didn't miss and get the ear. It already happened. Like, it was already butt. coming out of my mouth, and I was judging myself <laughs> in my cranium. Um, so I'm trying to see. The uh, the top eight software title, or sorry, the top software titles were Watch Dogs, Mario Kart 8, Minecraft, uh, EA Sports UFC, FIFA, NBA, blah, blah, blah. How is Minecraft not now owned by everyone on the planet? Minecraft, that, so it's, there's the number three spot, and that only counts 360 and PS3 sales. It doesn't count any of their I mean, PC seriously, stuff. at this point, it seems like people who live in countries that don't have computers probably have codes to Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, Pocket Edition is still, like, the number one top paid app, like, in the iOS app store. I don't know about Android, but I assume, I assume, I assume, I assume it's uh, near the top of the list there as well. Uh, it's just everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's even going to be, like, on the Fire... T- it's already... I think it's... No, it's coming to the Fire TV. It's probably going to be on the Amazon Fire phone. It's like, if you have a device that you plug into the wall for power, you can put Minecraft on it. <laughs> Checklist. Electricity? Yes. Minecraft? Done. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, it's just... Has there ever been another title that's as... Aside from, like, Snakes... That's, like, as uh, ubiquitous across any hardware device. But even then, Snake was just, like, mostly on Nokia phones. Yeah. Just everybody had Nokia. I mean, it's basically like the common cold of entertainment yeah. devices. <laughs> Anything can catch it. Yeah. I also remember Snake came with, like, uh, the, the basic programs on old DOS mm-hmm. machines. Oh, and yeah. Gorillas. So, yeah, and Gorillas. I, I, one time, I convinced my eighth grade English class that I wrote Snakes because I was the only person who knew how to use DOS and run it. I was like, oh, yeah, I made that. And also, like, you could go in and, like, modify, you know, some of the basic commands, like, for color and length and stuff. Oh, you so want blue? I would, I would go in there and change that stuff, and they, they all... Uh, to this day, they might still think I made snakes. I'm in primary yeah, color. No, bring the, it. I know the guy who did snakes. It's so <laughs> I was a little asshole. <laughs> um... So next week, we're finally going to see the remastered edition of Last of Us come out for PS4. And GameStop is running a promotion where you can take in your PS3 version and get 50% off of the PS4 version. I mean, that's interesting. I was interested in the fact that you went, yeah. Are you really going to play it on PS4? Yeah. Did you play it on PS3? I I really liked it, but I just don't know if I've had enough time to go back again. You know what I mean? mean, That came out, what? Uh, A year ago. The original was only a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. June of last year, I, guess I believe. It was the game of the year last year that yeah. we voted for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I well. just don't know if I've had enough. Like, it was really, really good. But you got to give yourself, like, a, a year or two, right? Before I, you play I actually had not played the. Uh, I still have not played the single player DLC that I came either. out for it. So I figured this is going to be my, my way to get into it. I'm going to replay the entire campaign. Mm. And then when I'm done, I'll play the DLC. Fair I, enough. I, I'll get into the DLC by playing the entire game again. Just go ahead and get a refresher. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Isn't the DLC a pre- prequel, though? Yes, but so I want to play, play it first? in the way it was presented. Well, here the other question is: the DLC available immediately? Yes, the remaster okay. edition is going to come with uh, all the DLC. Okay, uh, yeah, it bundles a collection of post-release DLC, including the Left Behind expansion. It launches on July 29th. So I'm really excited because I never really got into the multiplayer. So oh, that now multiplayer. This is, well, you kept saying how good it was. So, so good. Yeah, this I've is heard a good chance really to jump good. back in. Yeah, hopefully it'll be you know vibrant again. The problem, yeah, and the problem with the multiplayer is like if you try to play now is. You will start as like a level one character, and everyone else is like level three hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody else who's like jumping in for the first time. So, right. with the remaster, it's a good time to, to get not in with the new crowd. Over are they? I don't know. Like GTA Online is. They they, they might if it's mm-hmm. all tied to your uh, your online account, but there'll be more fresh blood. 
Fair enough. More new players coming into it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have a chance. So that GameStop, if anyone's thinking about doing it, that GameStop thing is only valid between July 27th and August 2nd. Oh, wow. Get on so, it. So, yeah, it's right at that uh, release window. What do you think they want to do with all those old copies from the PS3? They'll resell them. Yeah, they'll sell it to the millions of people who yeah. have PS3s. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. You think they're going to start exporting them? Like they're going to all go out country? Because <laughs> that's what you know, PlayStation is known for having long, long lifespans that's in very true. foreign countries. That's I mean, even true. PS2 is still huge over there. So yeah, I imagine I th- they're going to start trying to flip the PS3s onto the PS2 countries. I think last year's E3, E3 2013, was the last year where there was a brand new PS2 title shown at the event. It was it was the FIFA game, and I guess they made it basically just for Brazil, where the PS2 is still big. Oh, interesting. Yeah, see, interesting. they're going to send all the PS3s down to Brazil, so yeah. now they can continue playing FIFA. I don't know that they have those yet. Maybe they will soon. Brazil may be off FIFA for a while. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they need to really double down and just yeah. get their get their FIFA shit figured out. Um, so I had last yesterday. I have a bit of a problem. Okay. All right. You want to talk about it? I, I want to talk about it. Okay. I got really excited yesterday. Because Walking Dead Season 2 Episode 4 came out. I've been playing this series on the Xbox 360, so I was like, yes, uh-huh. I'm going to go download it. Went to my Xbox 360 to go download it. Launched Walking Dead Season 2. It says, Episode 4, download. Yes. Click A. Then you get like the little confirmation screen, except the confirm button has like the no symbol on it. <laughs> it always comes out the day after everything Taunt. else. Uh, the 360. The 360 gets screwed. It's the next day. It's the next day always. It's like, fuck. So you I'm waiting. You gotta have the hookup, guys. I, I, I you gotta have the hookup. My, my, my wife loves, she doesn't normally watch me play games, but when I play The Walking Dead, she insists that she has to be there to see, you know, what's going to happen and watch the story. So I told her, I was like, hey, the, the new Walking Dead character. She's like, oh, great, great. You know, you got all excited. Makes a popcorn. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I go to download. I was like, oh, it's. Tomorrow. (laughs) This was the first time um, I got Gavin into it, and so I've watched him play. I always play it as soon as it comes out, and he kind of takes his time. This was the first time when I got it early that he sat with me Mm -hmm. because he was so excited to be like, I have to see what happens. Oh, my God. And then it's like a cheat sheet, right? Like, he now gets to go and make all the different decisions I didn't make, Mm -hmm. like all my oh shit moments, which I won't talk about yet, but... It was really, it was really good. I, I, I have not, like, like I said, I haven't played it yet. But I, uh, you know, when I was reading through all the news this morning to try to collect topics to talk about today, I saw that I think on Polygon they gave it a six out of ten. That's awful. It is um, w- one of the ways that I described it in my review was that it's not high octane the entire time, but it pulls really big, serious punches. And this is one of the first times in the series I've made um, a big choice. That's like one of the, you know, you get X or B, you got to make the choice, and it doesn't really have a time. Um, where I made it like split second because I reacted emotionally and then was like, no, 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 no. Like the first time I've ever, normally when I make a decision and I regret it, it's in the long term. I realize like, oh, this screwed up this and then Mm -hmm. that thing and I regret my decision. But this was the first time I instantly regretted a decision. Uh, And I loved it. It was good. And you still loved it. I still loved it. That was like, that's because it was very realistic. Yeah, I, I'm such a fan of that series. And uh, and even uh, The Wolf Among Us, you know, which was not quite the same tone, didn't quite, I feel, have the same like impact plot-wise. It was still really solid, solidly done and really engrossing. They're incredible and very talented, and I wish that they were faster. Uh, <laughs> yes, because I started thinking about that. You know, you know, with The Wolf Among Us and uh, Walking Dead both, I was like, didn't both didn't Wolf Among Us start in October? And then The it's- Walking Dead started in November, and we're still like... Yeah, I saw Wolf Among Us episode one at PAX last year. So it was like, we're finally getting, it just ended. Mm -hmm. And then season two of The Walking Dead will end. um, They were saying in fall. Now it'll probably, I guess it'll still be early fall. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we'll have what, like a year of silence? Like I can't do it again. Maybe the Game of Thrones game. Is that scheduled for this year? I think that's next year. Oh, damn. I don't know. I think think Tales from the Borderland is definitely next year. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I was not sure about the Game of Thrones I mean, they got the Wolf Among Us team, so they're probably going to put them to something. Or they're just put them to more out of a job, dead. but could be. I mean, maybe they're going to accelerate that. I am afraid of the last episode, though. Because, yeah. like, big shit always happens in the last episode. Just... Uh, You're not ready. Not ready. Um, so Bernie points out that maybe the most ported game for any console is Tetris. That's probably And true. he sent me a link to uh, a <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> where you can play Tetris on the t-shirt. What? You can uh, see this video? No, I won't play the whole video. I don't know if we, if oh, we'd actually, I don't know if we think we have it, but we'll put this in the patch notes. Where I mean, is that projected on it or is it a? I think, yeah. I think no, it's like a, yeah, it's like a screen in huh. the shirt. But the weirdest part is like the controls are on the shirt. 
So you just so walk you around to, like, touching touch yourself. Somebody. Yeah, you either have to play upside down, or you have to like walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Tell me <laughs> Tetris. Is it, is it on the nipples? <laughs> do you have to. If it's a good product, it would be. <laughs> um, to like rotate, do you have to tweak? <laughs> Not too fast. <laughs> um, so um, oh, there it is. Oh, yep, yeah, there it is. Video. Uh, oh, it's down on the belly. There's no nipples at all. So it's not on the nipples? No. Mm -hmm. I hope this guy isn't ticklish. This is the <laughs> oddest way to get people to touch you I've ever seen. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm a game. Just play me. So according to Bernie Burns, fact checker, Game of Thrones, a Telltale game series, is an episodic video game based on HBO television series to be released 2014. Oh, wow. So sometime really? this year. So it could be that, you know, now that Wolf Among Us is wrapped up, Walking Dead's coming to a conclusion, we may see something fall. You know, if let's say Walking Dead at this rate will probably end in September. Maybe by November we'd see uh, the beginning of that, that game. It'll probably be like December 30th because Telltale takes their sweet, sweet... I love they know you they all got you. so much. You they know they got the hook. I'm just like... I'm at their booth just like shivering. <laughs> just give me <laughs> another one. <laughs> just show me some concept art. Just show me Clementine's Let, let me make one choice. Let me make one choice. <laughs> um... So I saw, again, you know, I'm going through all the news mm -hmm. and trying to get caught up. I saw that uh, NVIDIA has their own Shield tablet now. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, which is actually fairly interesting to me. I'm not, you know, typically a big fan of tablets. I'm not mm -hmm. sure how they fit into, like, a, a gaming environment. But uh, now with, you know, the NVIDIA streaming, game streaming, so you can stream off of your PC and onto something like this with a controller, it seems from like Steam. a really... Yeah. From Steam, it seems like yeah. a really interesting idea. Uh, this is, you know, this is the tablet that has that... Tegra K1 processor, yeah. which NVIDIA announced at the beginning of the year, which seemed absolutely crazy. Not only can you stream Steam games to your tablet, but then you can, I believe, stream from there to Twitch, right? Yes, and there's a forward-facing 5-megapixel camera, so you can do, <laughs> you can film yourself and have like a picture-in-picture -picture, uh, while using it. And it's got a 8-inch, it's an 8-inch tablet with a 1080p IPS uh, display, the 5-megapixel camera on the front, and uh, I don't see the price on here, but I want to say it was like, oh, here it is. Uh, it starts at 300 bucks for the 16 gig Wi-Fi version. 1080 is such an overkill for a device that size. I mean, not that it's bad. But if you, then again, if you're streaming it back out to the internet... That's a good point. Yeah, people may want to see it at mm -hmm. that resolution. I just got a shield. <laughs> Damn it. I just got a shield. Uh, this one suck it, early adopter. Yeah! <laughs> Don't worry, this one doesn't come out till next week. Ah, yeah, yeah. You can feel bad next week. Two ninety nine. Uh, then the controller is another fifty nine bucks. Uh, no, it is compatible, I believe, with all Blu-ray controllers so Blue you don't have to use the bluetooth bluetooth sorry <laughs> yeah, Blu-ray Blu controllers you just put the disc in and then it plays uh so it seems i mean it seems pretty cool mm. if uh nvidia wants to send me one i would not turn it right? turn it down i would happily use it right here on the patch <laughs> video game. uh so yeah it plays native android games and then streams uh steam library mm -hmm. uh as well uh, uh and, yeah i guess this they say it's it's a specialty tablet that can run unreal engine 4 which is uh, which is pretty cool. That being said, I've seen some of the demos of running Unreal on Tegra, and it's yeah, sure, you're, you you can call it running. Have you seen it on the K1 though? No, I have not seen specifically on the K1. Yeah. Maybe they stepped up their game. I don't know. That's, we'll yeah, that, I'll I, give it a fair chance. If I recall, the the K1 had like a crazy number of CUDA cores and uh, a bunch of other stuff you would not expect in a mobile processor. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's been, it's been a few months since we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see what they it's, can do with it. Unfortunately for them, it's been a few months since it was topical or relevant really to anything. <laughs> oh, come on. It's topical or relevant right now. Okay. Then now. We're back to it now. A few months? Not so much. Okay. So I guess uh, Facebook's acquisition of Oculus is finally complete. After all these months of, uh, of people talking. All that means is that they're going to get sued four or five more times. <laughs> so I guess the process started in March, and finally Oculus is owned by uh, Facebook for $2 billion. <laughs> so there's nothing you can do to stop it anymore. You, you can stop circulating those petitions. Do you think Facebook just walked in the front door and like mounted a like button on the inside? That was how they kind of staked their claim to the building. <laughs> no, Mark Zuckerberg just comes and pees on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it's mine it. now. Get away. Um, so ha we haven't really heard anything else about their uh, the, all those lawsuits. Not you bring that up. Mm -mm. Like, no, uh, not lately. I mean, it's pretty much they're being sued. They're being sued. Uh, I'm sure now that the acquisition is completed, uh, that they may have been kind of in a holding pending that because you know who were you suing if that's in a transitionary period between who's owning it. Mm. Um, so now that it's final, 
they can really kind of progress the the lawsuits. I imagine. I'm sure it's all going to end up settling. Like nobody usually follows those all the way in. Just like with Marty O'Donnell and Bungie, that's mm-hmm. been settled out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, that's what you want. Is you know, you sue because you're looking for some kind of relief, right. Right. and if you reach it through a settlement, you know, then you can avoid a long protracted legal mm-hmm. process. So, speaking of Bungie. The Destiny beta Destiny is beta. now out uh, and available on Xbox platforms as yes. well as uh, PlayStation PS4. platforms. Uh, and the effect came out a day early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, was not expecting that. That's true. Yeah, it was actually unlocked yesterday, which mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been live till today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have actually been fortunate enough to play it on both platforms. Have you either? Yeah. Been, okay. Just PS4. Um, just PS4? Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it looks exactly the same. Uh, granted... The Xbox One beta is running at 720, while no. the PS4 is running at 1080. The Xbox One is at 900p. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So 900p. They're still aiming for 1080. Yeah. Uh, is, but to me, I wouldn't notice a difference, because since we run them through the Blackmagic, we're bringing it down to 720 on both platforms. Mm-hmm. So at 720, I can say they look almost identical and feel almost identical, other than the d- controller differences. Yeah, I was definitely concerned. It goes back to like when we talked about Titanfall before we'd seen any 360 videos or screens. You know, you, you wonder, what are they hiding? Why, mm-hmm. why aren't we not seeing it? Uh, and then when Titanfall 360 came out, you're like, oh, that's totally fine. Yeah. And it's kind of, I kind of had the same thing again with Destiny. Like, why have we only seen it on PlayStation? What's it going to look mm-hmm. like? Then you see it like, oh, no, it's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> no, again, it's interesting that PlayStation really really got a protracted beta period. I mean, they PlayStation's been unlocked for a week prior to the Xbox One, but I think they both have the same end date, right? Yes. They both go out on the 27th. Mm-hmm. So Xbox One only gets a much, what, like a week to play with it, whereas PS4 got two. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that it's interesting that running around, there's got a lot of parts of that game that are pseudo MMO in the sense that there are multiple people that can be in the area, even if you're running a story mission. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it does seem like there's a lot more people I'm running into on the Xbox version than I did on the PS4. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel like I ran into people on the PlayStation, uh-huh. but it was when I was playing it. It was fairly fairly early uh-huh. in the beta, so I didn't know if that was kind of why. But mm. interesting. Yeah, no, it seems more populated for some reason than the Xbox One. Uh, I don't know what that really portrays. Maybe it's because people know your gamer tag and they're like jumping into your games or no, following you around. It's not the kind of thing that you can have that option. It's you just happen to go. You know the story missions. Right. You land in the story mission. There can be other people yeah. in that zone, uh, but uh, it's not like they track well, you there. That being said, I have been followed by people on the Xbox One version. That's why I bring this up. Well, that's people who like hop into my fire team. It's interesting you mentioned that because I haven't been able to see that option. Really? Uh, and on the PS4, that was the one difference that I noticed was PS4, if I had someone online, I could click on them and say, join Fireteam and just hop right into the game wherever they were. That option isn't there on the Xbox It must one. be, because <laughs> I, have, I have been the victim of, I've been Fireteamed. As of today, <laughs> I could not join, that option to join player, join Fireteam was not there for anybody as I was trying to join around in the room. Hmm, I love, maybe it's just I've started a new character and maybe it unlocks at a later level. Uh, but I think I'm level four, and there's only eight available. Yeah, I was say. four when this happened. So, uh, you gotta be know. Gus. It, it seems like they've much more. Yeah, it may have just not famous <laughs> enough. Yeah. I'm sorry, Gus. Oh, you didn't cut in my beauty Come shop. Come on, sorry. do it. So yeah, I guess they released a video the other day talking about if you pre-order, you get additional bonuses. I guess they 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 say you earn a trip to the Vanguard Armory. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, you'll get new weapons, gear, and exclusive player emblem. I don't know what the player emblem means. That's your little icon. Oh, okay. You get two cho- Each class starts with two choices, uh, and that kind of actually controls what color your name is. People kept asking me why my name was red. It's mm-hmm. because I picked the other emblem for the Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just that little picture though that's next to your gamer tag. Okay, so I guess you can get a. A special one if you pre-order. Special for you. Special. Uh, And also, another thing that I guess we should mention is that they've been periodically running special PvP uh, playlists called the Iron Banner. uh, They did one. uh, They've done it a couple of times. On the PS4, they've they've done several. Okay, I thought it was just on Saturday. They did it twice on Saturday, then another two or three times on Sunday. Okay. It periodically comes and goes. It's like a, a special... Uh, PvP area where you get commendations specific to that playlist that uh, and rewards and rep again very MMO ish yeah like mm-hmm. very you know, specific rewards for that playlist mm-hmm. uh, and I suck <laughs> at it I'm absolutely terrible at the competitive yeah uh, I, it feels good though I mean it really has a nice feel to it uh, I was initially somewhat dubious and I'm still curious to see where they go with the, the main story because it seems like it's it's at least off to a slower start with what we see in the beta mm-hmm. than uh, Halo, say, was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
I hear there's new voiceover being done by Peter Dinklage. Is that correct? Yeah, and they added a filter to his voice to make him sound more robotic now, which some people were a little disappointed by, and Mm. I think I was too. Because, like, a lot of people were just like, oh, he didn't care. He was so deadpan, but he's AI, and that was his choice. And I felt like he made a choice, like, let the actor make his choice. Mm -hmm. That was just me. Well, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's super mellow through the whole thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, juxtaposed with Cortana, who's, you know, kind of up and driving the story, and then he's just like, hey. Oh, man. Right. I just felt like it was a... There's a wizard. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like it was a choice. They I, And I feel like they kind of... I, I like it when companies stand their ground, even if I bitch about it yeah. sometimes. Like, I, I respect it. But mm-hmm. then there are people like, and they were like, okay, we'll change it. I'm well, like, yeah. All they was at the filter. I mean, I, but well, if you think about and it, they're like, they took out the, they took out uh, the Wizard of the Moon line. Yeah. Like, they're taking stuff out. Well, if you think about it, I mean, it's maybe a lot more akin to, like, a, a Guilty Spark. Which you know was he is more very like into guilty like uh, aside from just being like the floating robotic AI, but, but also just like the uh, the detached kind of voice. But guilty and attitude. spark wasn't your primary uh, story driver. I mm. mean, in, in the Halo series, he unveiled things, but he wasn't the one that was really expounding on the universe. Well, I feel whereas, like the ghost isn't mm-hmm. that role either. The well, ghost is more like your guide who takes you to the people who deliver the narrative, like the speaker. Uh, there was one cutscene in the first four missions of the game. That's not true. That is true. Because you have the cutscene where they you find the you. the opening thing, which was have, the people on Mars. You have the cutscene where you go to the tower for the first time. I'm sorry, Butcher. I wasn't, it wasn't a team effort. It was a team effort. You betrayed me. I promise. You had an eyelash and it drove me crazy. There's a run by. A run by Pokemoning. <laughs> Um, then you have the cutscene where you go to the tower for the first time. Yeah. Uh, the cutscene where the speaker comes down yeah. and you meet him for the first time. When you go to the tower for the first time, though, nobody really talks to you, do they? There's voiceover. But it is a cutscene. And you briefly, see, like, yeah. panoramics. Like, it's, it just starts off with that, hey, you're dead. Oh, you're not dead. All right, let's go. <laughs> I mean, that is the opening of the game. Now, granted, it's beta. Mm-hmm. But they keep talking about potentially letting you carry over your progress, which tells me that I imagine the first few levels aren't yeah, going to change Yeah, you're not going to do anything different. Yeah. Oh, I thought they only talked about carrying progress over between different generations, like 360 to 1 and PS3 to PS4. Oh, not from beta to release? I don't think from beta to release. No? Mm. Okay. I hadn't heard that anyway, if that's the case. I don't know why they'd be really worried about platform to platform carrying over. I think cross-platform they've completely shot down. Right. They did shoot that down. But I think they're, they're, they they don't want people to feel like they don't they can't start Destiny on the 360 because uh-huh. they know they're going to get a 1 down the road. Gotcha. And they don't want to yeah. have to redo it. So I think that's it's like to alleviate that concern. Okay. Uh, and I think I read a, a story that said that from a technical perspective, they could have made cross-platform work, excuse me, but they were concerned that people on newer generation hardware would have an advantage to people on older generation hardware. Like for specifically the, the example they cited was if you're zoomed in with a sniper scope, an old piece of hardware might render something as like two pixels, mm-hmm. uh, whereas you know a newer piece of hardware could have more definition in there and give yeah. someone a slight advantage. I think they also dipped a lightly into the perception of the difference in the, the even current gen hardware performance, and they didn't want to enter into that discussion. Hmm. Like I, I don't want to be in the fight between who's better, Xbox right. One or PS4. Right. All oh, right. Which is not, you know, I don't mind. I don't buy. Don't blame them. Stay out of that fight. Apparently, some people on Twitter it looks like user Rumbut, Rumbut <laughs> is saying that maybe uh, Bungie being a big Xbox dev historically could make the Xbox version more populated. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily the case since Sony's been hyping and promoting yeah, really. the game so much for so long. I feel like Sony's really they locked a lot it of down. people. Yeah. I mean, they've mm-hmm. stolen Bungie officially at this point. I mean, when you've got DLC that doesn't is exclusive to PS4 for a, for year, a year. Yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. They're over. They broke up. They've already taken their stuff. Oh. There's no hair dryers left on the counter. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I've got some more Destiny stuff I want to talk about. But first, okay. let me read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Big razor companies think we're stupid. Every year they roll out some ridiculous shave technology gimmick and expect us to shell out big bucks for it. Do you really need a razor with a vibrating handle, a roller pivot ball, or a laser pointer? I know I don't. We were shaving just fine before any of that junk, and you definitely don't need to spend your hard-earned cash on it. If you're sick of being treated like a chump, join the hundreds of thousands of smarter people who join DollarShaveClub.com. Dollar Shave Club offers the best blades and grooming supplies for just a few bucks a month. Their blades are better, and the big shave companies... Their, ba- their blades are better than the big shave companies for a fraction of the price. You get the best shave of your life with the 4X Razor. 
patch viewers can get started now at dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. If you're already a member, you got to check out the new Dr. Carver's post-shave lotion. It's a perfect way to make peace with your face after the act of shaving. Stop getting ripped off by big shave companies. Join dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash patch. Shave your face. Dr. Carver sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> He's a nice guy. I'm just going to throw that you out You just there. want to rub Dr. Carver on your face. Uh, wow. <laughs> Dr. Carver wants to wear your face. <laughs> Um, so the, one of the other Destiny things I want to mention yes. is that you know they had multiple limited edition SKUs for the game. Mm-hmm. And apparently you know the super high-end one, the Ghost Edition, is disappearing from a lot of retailers. It's yeah. vanishing. <laughs> uh, so if you're looking for uh, a Ghost version uh, of Destiny, you better order it now. Because I mean, if it's vanishing, either it's all being bought out, or is that what they're suggesting? Right. Or that they're actually pulling it? No, that it's being sold out. Okay. It's, it's showing up as sold out at, uh, at many retailers now. Okay. So, uh, Why do they just say selling out instead of vanishing? Because it's a More ghost exciting. edition. Yeah, uh, get in the spirit. Come on, man. Ghost hunters. You're a professional newsreader now? I am? You're right here? We're talking about the news? I'm holding a mannequin arm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the internet, man. Tom, you don't think Tom Brokaw is holding a mannequin arm under <laughs> <Somebody> his desk? <laughs> <laughs> it was like his comfort blanket. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, then the, the other D- Bungie-related thing I had was what you talked about with uh, the rumor about Marty O'Donnell uh, settling his, uh, his suit. Yeah. I'll uh, do it's, the rumor is that you know, the settlement was uh, $95,000 from Bungie for that. So it's good to see that that has been put to bed. Yes. Hopefully hopefully people are happy with uh, with that settlement. Do you think he got the money and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Composed Susan. a brief symphony. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe, uh, I'm trying to see if I can fact check it here, but I believe I want to say that uh, Mario O'Donnell had joined Bungie back in 2000. I know he joined it like two days before they were acquired. I, yes, I hear yes. Yeah. Ashley did that story. I listen to you when you talk, girl. Yeah, so uh, it was fourteen years, a long time. No solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, more. I guess more. More strange news. Did we talk about the Yogg's cast story last week? I don't think no. we did. Uh-huh. I, I think it may have happened after uh, we did last week's patch. But I guess the Yogg's cast Kickstarter game. Uh, Yogg's Cast Adventures? Yogg Ventures. Yes, Ventures. Got canceled. Uh, well, and flopped. Let's say, I mean, they, they lost all the money. It never came out. It's not a flop, though. Yeah, that's true. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah, they, they just went under. They it, were unable to ship the game. Uh, and uh, they are not refunding people's money. Because no, they gave them codes to another game. Right, they gave them codes to another game <laughs> because the developer went ahead and outlined uh-huh. you know, how all of the money was spent, saying... We can't give you your money back because we have no money. Including a, a 150 grand of it that was just given to the Augscast guys to fulfill some of the uh, like m- merchandise yeah, rewards. Yeah, Kickstarter rewards. That never materialized. Mm-hmm. Or and, at least hasn't yet. Yeah, and uh, I mean... BZ's still in the works, I don't know. And, yeah, and then some of the stuff was crazy. Like, I guess they had a, a concept artist who worked for two weeks and then left to get a job at LucasArts and kept all the money. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like $36,000. $35,000. $35,000. They, they didn't get a contract with him. They paid him a lump sum at the beginning, and there was no contract stipulating that he had to finish the job. These people it's have obviously never worked yeah. with a contract. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, or they were like, look, here's thirty five. say so you went to work at Lucas. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, thirty-five isn't exactly like fleeing to the uh, the Caribbean island sure. money. Sure, but it's, a, you know, it's, it's, it's not a bad. Little it's some scratch. Something. And if you're working for Lucasfilm now, you probably don't really care. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and we'll put this in the patch notes. But there's like a whole breakdown uh, on their Kickstarter of where all the money went and uh, why they can't give people their money back. Uh, I want to see what game was it that they give people a code to? They're giving Steam keys for Nerd Kingdom's in progress RPG, Tug. Tug. The other thing was I thought maybe that stood for something. <laughs> T-U-G. Sure. Uh, it was, and it was actually like a game developer, right, that, that was really in charge of that, not necessarily the Yogg's cast people directly. Correct. Uh, Winter Cule Games. The only thing that you really pin on the Yogg's cast guys is the 150 grand. where is that? Yeah, where's all the stuff that we're supposed to be creating with yeah. it? Tug is the untitled game. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the underground game. Damn. Uh, <laughs> You're so much smarter than I am. Yeah, so... Um, that's a uh, that's that's a shame, and again, it's like a a, a, a cautionary tale to people with oh, uh, yeah. crowdfunding games and movies. Um, now we want you to eat like that. What you eat good? Um, <laughs> good. Not like that. So maybe a little uh, brighter news. Volition, the company behind the Saints Row franchise, is actually looking to expand their staff and is looking to hire a hundred new people. That's exciting. Uh, 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 
homies. A hundred homies. You are correct. A uh, hundred. They're looking to recruit a hundred homies and expand their crib, according to the headline I read. Uh, I want to say they were in Schaumburg, no, Champaign, Illinois. Oh, you gotta move. Do you find a lot of homies in Champagne? Champagne. I can't even say it. Champagne. Champagne, <laughs> Illinois. Um, so I mean, you who, find a lot of honkies up there. So who knows what they're working on? Uh, Do you work on that all day. <laughs> I've been sitting on that one. Ooh. I know. I'm getting this black sand is going, and we still haven't hit the international. I'm getting so nervous. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got, I've got that. We got ten minutes to go, but uh, that is on my list of stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, they have a uh, hundred hundred new people. If you're looking for work and you live near Champaign, Illinois, why not? Volition? It's probably. Sure, I mean, not? it seems like it'd be reasonable to live there, right? It's not L.A., not New York. Um, it's cold. Hal, the Hal 9000 9000 was developed at University of Illinois Champaign-Urbana. Is that correct? I don't know. Fact checker. Champaign, Illinois. I I want to say it's probably from there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to get to the international before international. Uh, But but one one more thing I want to one thing I want to mention. Shut up. (laughs) The Google Play Store is no longer going to call. Games yeah. with in-app yeah. purchases free. I like this. <laughs> you do because yes, because I am the idiot that's like I, actually on my shield. The shield makes it so easy. I was playing Guns Dash. I've probably spent fifty dollars in that game. Like <laughs> just just one more diamond. Like I am nuts. I just got um, two dots on my iPhone, and I'm not allowed to make in-app purchases. <laughs> Gavin looked over my shoulder and was like, I was like, oh, five more moves. He was like, no! <laughs> so, But I'm the worst with stuff like that. I'm like, lose a dollar. I wonder how that applies, though. I mean, so if, say, Angry Birds is a free demo, essentially, it's going to ask you at the end of it, do you want to buy the whole thing? But how does that count? I mean, maybe it's it'll not, have like it'll it, have a symbol or something. It might be it? for like parental control purposes. That's true. Where yeah, uh, if you nice, have like yes. a child account, then it can't access <laughs> anything that's not free unless a parent comes and puts a password in. I gotta say, now having a toddler with access to an iPad, anything that pops up and says "Give me money" is terrifying because <laughs> he'll he'll punch punch anything that shows up on the screen. Like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, sure, do it, do it. <laughs> just just be scared once Touch ID like integrates and like, you don't have to do that, and then your your infant can just like. Touch ID their way through your bank account. God, no. <laughs> Just suck it all out of your bank account. Uh, okay, Dota 2, the international. So this is pretty big news. Yes, um, huge news. Dota 2, uh, they, they dedicated time t- to it on ESPN 2. Yes. And uh, streamed it through ESPN 3. They streamed the, the final match at Yeah, least. watch ESPN, their app. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was uh, huge. It was 10.9 million, yes. close to that. And um, it's because the community bought the compendium uh, so many times that they raised the price of the or the the pool of prizes. So it's like a community driven prize, which I thought was cool. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the winning team, which is newbie, won uh, five million dollars. Yes, and uh, they were almost eliminated at the beginning of the tournament. They were kind of um, they were described as a dark horse, which is a great phrase for this team. And and actually, the first game they got their asses handed to them, yeah. and everybody thought Vici they had been not playing for two days because at the beginning of phase three they um, automatically automatically got to go to the finals um and so they were cold and everyone's like oh it's gonna be a huge yeah. factor they get their asses handed to them in the first game and everyone's like see told you it's gonna be a factor and they came back three games and swept it yeah according to what i read newbie lost the first five uh games lost <laughs> lost the first of five matches i'm sorry yeah the first of five yeah, yeah, yeah match sorry. one and then it was just newbie 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 it was it, it was incredible actually and some of the games were super quick for dota games they mm-hmm. were like 10 minutes long it was incredible so this is like the birth of the nerd water cooler talk, right? Like, hey, did you see the uh, ESPN International Dota I, tournament this weekend? Yeah. I saw a lot of people, you know, leaving negative comments like on the ESPN website yeah. uh, talking about why, asking why are video games on uh, a sports network and talking about how it was out of place. But this is, you know, get with it, man. I mean, this is totally the it's next the step. This is the next Absolutely. phase. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, Newbie won five. Uh, Vici won 1.5 million. Third place Evil Geniuses won one million, and fourth place DK was eight hundred nineteen thousand dollars. And that, it was a sad for DK actually. It's still like this is an interesting story because their drafting strategy was leaked via secret video that was taken <laughs> and then uploaded to the internet, which is a huge deal. And uh, like they, backwards through a peephole or what? No, it was a Chinese um, reporter and his team went into this. There's this room where even coaches aren't allowed to go in, where they like discuss the match and all of their like this discuss their strategy open. And they went in and recorded it and then just uploaded it 
it to the internet. And so everybody had their drafting strategy for the entire tournament. And they were actually ranked number one in the world oh. going into the tournament and finished fourth. That's amazing. I didn't realize that it had gotten to that level of espionage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, you're, when your tournament's called the International, you yeah. have to be ready for any kind of uh, espionage it's intrigue. crazy. Does sound very bonding. And uh, Evil Geniuses, who finished third, were the, f- I believe, this is going to be weird if I'm wrong, but I think they're the first American team to, to make it to a final. Oh, interesting. They made it to the lower bracket final before they were interesting. eliminated. You know, this is all really grabbed. I still have not fully embraced MOBAs. I think the MOBA I'm most into is Smite, which is, you know, different from uh, Dota 2 and League. I've played some League, but I really haven't touched Dota 2. And this is the kind of new story that's really making me interested. Like, I'm missing some. Like, this is the kind of thing where it's like, <laughs> I want to start playing now. Well, that's the thing is, um, the real Really, really cool thing that I love that was new this year is they had a newbie stream. So you could listen to, uh, you had a special stream where you could watch the games and the announcers were saying like, okay, so they've picked this guy and this is kind of, and they're like walking you through it. I've never played Dota before and I was like, oh my God, his tower's going down, run everybody. Like I was just, I started to get really into it because the announcers are explaining things in ways that... You, even though it is still very high level and you can tell you're only scratching the surface, it was very, very helpful. It's interesting. I mean, they've never really done that for anything else. No, they? I mean, it's not it like wonderful. a football kind of like a newcomer newbie. stream. Yeah. Hmm. Because that would be interesting. Why, Super why, helpful. Why does that not it exist? It was incredibly helpful. Like rugby could really use that. Yeah, and if they ever find anyone who knows all the Aussie rules, football <laughs> <laughs> leagues <laughs> rules, then it's like uh, then we could really we could really find uh, like the perfect sport for that. Cricket. Yeah, cricket. This is day four of the same <laughs> fucking game. Um, so we only got a couple minutes left. There's just a few headlines I want to try to run through before we're done here. Run. Uh, I guess uh, the Uncharted movie director has said that they want to start filming by early 2015. Uh, director Seth Gordon, who's uh, who's the guy who directed King of Kong, uh, said they want to start filming that in early 2015. So we'll I'm more it. excited about the game yeah. than the yeah. movie. I, I, it breaks my heart every time they talk about the Uncharted movie that Nolan North isn't, like, 10 years younger. I'm sorry. Because he's, like, just a little too old, but he has, like, the looks if he were a little younger. Ugh, breaks my heart. Yeah. He he he, he is Nathan yes, Drake. Yes, and he has yeah. the voice of it. It would be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Hearthstone expansion, the Curse of Naxxoramas, came out yesterday. Uh, I've, I've been playing through it. It's really fun. I've been having some technical issues with it, though. I heard that. I've seen people tweeting about it as well. Yeah, it's like when I... Pro- it's just a card game, it's right? It's a card game. When, when I process a move, like let's say I move a card from my hand into play, there's just like lag. Like you wait, and then the card goes into play. And you're like, that's weird. It's just like, it's just like a two or three second delay, but every time you do something, it makes the matches way longer. Yeah, I've, I've seen tweets about that. It was really bad on my PC, but on my on my iPad, it was not quite as bad. So hmm. I played, tried to play more on my iPad than my PC. That's, uh, yeah, no, if it's just a card game, you kind of have to get that right. That's, yeah. People, you have an expectation. It's like, if there's super graphics, like, oh, my computer's not, it's cards. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's cards. It's going to be, uh, you know, you're going to have to pay for it, but if you play during the launch window which i believe is the first month you get the first wing for free so if you've ever thought about playing it at least download it and launch it just to get the free content and then you can play it at a later time if you want if you like it, you could pay for the other stuff but uh yeah you'll think you have like a month to get the uh, the first wing for free it's it's interesting to revisit this place recontextualized because i ran the curse of nexoramus raid so many times in world of warcraft and now to see the same bosses again like Oh, now we're playing cards. It's, like, <laughs> it's just kind of, kind of a weird nostalgia thing to go back and, and see it in a new way. Um, so we are talking about sports earlier. This would have been the perfect segue, but I missed it. I guess now NFL Sunday Ticket is going to be releasing an app to stream without needing DirecTV. Last year, if you bought the 25th anniversary edition of Madden, you got a code to be able to stream Sunday Ticket uh, on the internet. And now they're going to have native apps for uh, game consoles and for streaming online. Because the big ha- hang-up is typically used to have to have direct TV for it. It's, wow. ex- it's expensive, though. If you're going to be streaming with a computer, tablet, or phone, it's 200 bucks for the C- NFL season. If you want to use your game console, Xbox One, PS4, 360, PS3, it's 240 bucks. Jeez. Is this the beginning, though, of a la carte, and, like, cable networking-ish Do it stuff? yourself. But it does not include it does not include red zone, which is probably the best part of uh, NFL Sunday Ticket, where it's like they just cut to games where someone's in the red zone about to score. Oh, that's why it's called red zone. Yeah. Get yeah. it? Yeah, it's like clever. You just watch teams about to someone score. Someone thought really that's hard about cool. that one. Yeah, yeah, so you cannot get that unless you have Directv. Watching sweaty men score. Got it. And um, uh, I guess Mondo posters released or at. Yeah. 
they, they released a Sunset Overdrive print, which yeah, looks not really... what I was yang. <laughs> <laughs> Misplaced, yeah. What, were you, was there another piece of news? Mondo uh, decided they're doing figurines now, and they released uh, the Iron Giant. They released stills that they're doing an Iron Giant figurine. It looks beautiful. Oh, oh, that does sound awesome. I love the Iron Giant. Yeah, but and yeah, Mondo's amazing. Yeah, they're they're great. And the, and the Sunset Overdrive poster looks great. We'll also, put, we'll yeah, put it Sunset in the <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You sound like God, you sound like you hate them. Love those guys. Yeah, so it's great, great game. They were, and uh, the the poster looks amazing. Uh, we don't have time to fully talk about it because we're at time. But uh, Polygon had a great write up about the history of NeverSoft and how the studio grew from nothing to this giant mega studio, which ultimately kind of inadvertently led to its collapse and you know absorption into uh, Activision. Hmm. Uh, so you definitely will have that in the patch notes. You should read it. It's a really interesting read. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're at time. Hey guys. What? I beat FTL again. I hate you. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll be on RT Podcast on Monday and then patched again next Wednesday.